Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Mentors and Milestones podcast. I'm your host, Tatiana Green, coming to you from the state office, and we are so thrilled to have our alumni of the year for 2024. Take Stock in Children annually honors an alumnus or alumni from the program who have gone above and beyond what they do outside of their career. Sometimes they give back to their local community. Sometimes they give solely through Take Stock in so many different ways. And we are honored to have one of those amazing, inspiring mentors who's also an alumni of our program. Without further ado, let's get to know our 2024 Alumni of the Year, Ashlyn Borden. Thank you for joining us today, Ashlyn. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into our conversation. I just recently become a mother. I have a two-month-old, so my whole world has shifted a little bit. I mentor two students currently, or one is in college now, and then one is in their senior year of high school. And I am a preschool teacher, so that's what I do on my day-to-day when I'm not on maternity leave. I'm also an alumni, which is awesome that I get to give back to this program and just get to experience it from a different perspective now. I know how important and how memorable and um, encouraging this role can be, so I'm just really excited to give back. Wonderful. Thank you, Ashlyn. And we are so thrilled to have you with us today. You made time away from your newborn to talk to us. So we appreciate it truly. So we wanted to know, first and foremost, how did it feel when you got the news that you were named the 2024 Take Stock Alumni of the Year? Um, I was definitely a little surprised. I didn't know I was nominated. So I think it was a very welcome surprise. My colleague and friend Rebecca Lockwood is the one who called me and let me know. And I was days away from having my baby. So (laughs) it was um, everything happening at once. And so um, it was just really exciting. Your story kind of checks all the boxes, right? Like you're doing a lot of things that I guess uh, other students or even our college scholars may be looking at as um, other life milestones, like you're working in your career that you want to pursue, you have a family, you're pursuing like giving back and act- actively doing that. So this is one of the many reasons why we wanted to talk to you on this episode. Um, so let's go back to the beginning when you first heard about Take Stock. Did you grow up in Sarasota County? Were you always in Florida? I did grow up in Sarasota County. Um, I've been here since kindergarten and now I'm back here. I came back because my family lives here, but I think it's so great now that I get to raise my family in an area that I was raised in and just to see everything full circle. I received my, or like acceptance into Take Stock and Children my freshman year of high school. Um, and my younger sister received hers um, before me. So we ended up with the same mentor. And I think having that experience together just made it so much more special because it really became family with our mentor, which I think has so much possibilities of becoming amazing. And then um, I stayed with Take Stock in college. I found an alumni group in at Florida State. Now being back in Sarasota, I'm back with Take Stock and Children as a mentor. So I feel like it's so wonderful when your life can continue through such a wonderful organization such as Take Stock and Children. 
Yeah, definitely. And that's really unique that you were able to go through the process with your sister and you both had the same mentor. Like, how did that work? Did you all have group mentoring with the same mentor or you all had individual sessions with your mentor? We kind of did a little bit of both. Um, Because I was two years older, I went through the whole college applications and scholarships first. (laughs) So we got to do that. That was definitely just me and my mentor doing that. Um, But when some of the day-to-day meetings or when it was at school, um, we got to do some together. So I think it was just that awesome balance of having someone that I could hang out with my sister with, or just having someone that could really guide me in all the applications. It was so special. Yeah. And did you feel like you learned more about your sister while going through the mentoring process because you both were in the special program? I think so. I think you always get to learn something new when you hang out with someone, even if it's family. Um, Her and I learn differently. She's definitely a person that can just like hear something once and she like runs with it. And I'm much more of a person that needs like visuals and to be explained more. And so I think we just got to learn our personalities a little bit. Wow, that's great. And tell us more about your mentor. Like what was their name? And is there a memorable lesson that you carry with you to this day? that you got from your take stock mentor? Yeah, our mentor was Bonnie Harrison. Um, she mentored both of us. She was someone that I could turn to when I had a question or just needed someone to talk to or hang out with, with my sister. Um, we lived with my mom only. So it was like having another adult is so powerful that you can turn to. And then just someone that also could be my editor and she could read my applications and she could find my applications and find some possibilities and potentials for me that I would not have known to look for. I think one of the most memorable moments is we went and toured Florida State before I went there and um, got to kind of experience that together. And that's where I ended up going. So it's definitely a memory that I hold on to. She won Mentor of the Year a couple years ago. And so we did reconnect then and she got to find out that I am now a mentor also. And so I think it was so wonderful from what I've heard from her to see that now I am um, on the same side as her and just giving back the same way that she did for me. Yes, definitely. What inspired you to give back so soon as a Take Stock mentor? Because some people take their time, right? They want to figure yeah. out like what they want to do with their careers first, get, get all acclimated with that. But you started kind of right away. What inspired you to yeah. do that? Oh, uh, I think it's two things. The first being that I've always been drawn to helping our younger generations. I always wanted to be a teacher and I always wanted to be a mom. With that, I think being a mentor is in that same field and how much you can have an impact on an entire family system through that, I think is so awesome. The other piece is while at 40 Carats, I worked with Rebecca Lockwood. And once she joined the Take Stock and Children of Sarasota, she knew I was an alumni from my application when I applied to 40 Carats. And so she immediately was like, wait, can you please come and be a mentor? And I honestly never thought twice about it. I just immediately said yes to her and I'm now mentoring my second student. That's really cool. And so one of the other aspects that we wanted to cover in this episode was talking about the differences between generations. 
right? There's a lot of conversations happening on the internet and in person about, you know, baby boomers versus Gen X versus millennials versus Gen Z versus alpha. And there's a lot going on, right? Like every generation seems to have their own way of learning things, their own way that you approach mentoring. So as a millennial, how was it like looking back at your mentoring experience? Um, do you see like there is a generational difference between yourself and your mentor? And then I'll ask you about your mentee. Yeah, um, there was a generational difference. Um, she, without sounding like I'm calling out her age, she was like almost a grandmother figure in our family. My mindset then is she has so much knowledge because she has had so many more years on this earth than I have. And what can I learn from that? Yeah. I also wanted to ask about like any differences in generational cultures, right? Because like millennials, we have, I'm a millennial too. And we kind of grew up in that transition stage where it was like a lot of landline and, you know, floppy disks and <laughs> VHS <laughs> <laughs> to the onset of digital media and cell phones and things of that nature. Did you see like there is a difference in um, how you were even applying to college versus how your mentees apply to college today? Yeah, I think like you just said, it has transitioned a ton. I think when I was applying the idea of your um, digital footprint was just really coming on and let everything you put out into the world on Facebook or whatever social media is now was just a little bit while we were applying, but now it is just tenfold. It's not as new, so it's not as daunting maybe, but it's still always going to be there. And so I think it's just important to remember that your digital footprint is always there. <laughs> um, for being a mentor now, I think that it's been really awesome that we have this digital virtual option because I joined in 2020. I don't think I could have mentored in the same way or maybe even at all because I am a full-time preschool teacher. So being able to do this virtually with my mentees has made it possible. And it's still how I connect with them now as a new mom. Um, so I think that's really helpful. That's really good. And you have um, a take stock alumni that you've mentored now her name is ocean correct correct okay how was that like walking her through the college application process now that you're first gen there's so much going on right now you like you <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's so many layers to your story right like yeah. you're a first gen college student you are also mentored in the program now you're a college graduate you are mentoring so you're kind of like almost reflecting the same journey that you had with your mentee. How was that for you? Yeah, I think with Ocean, um, it was it brought back a lot of memories. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're in the nitty gritty of applying and you can kind of feel that without even talking about it of how stressful it is and how much pressure is put on senior year, how many different feelings. I know that Ocean and I talked about how sad it can be at times because a chapter is ending and the one is opening at the same time but you do need to mourn that chapter that's ending a little bit I think too there's so much pressure on like which college to pick and are you applying to the right ones and even if you do get accepted like Ocean did how are you going to pick the one and 
I think it was just trying to be there to listen and not give as much advice. Maybe it was just kind of let her talk it through because she's getting advice from her college success coach and she's getting advice from all her teachers. And I was just luckily to be there. Like I've done this recently. I understand how you're feeling. I understand the pressure that can be put on it and just let her kind of unload and then hopefully provide some laughs <laughs> because I think that was important to just make sure the mental health is there also. That's so true. And do you feel like the emphasis on mental health was something that this generation that's coming up and going to college is receiving more than maybe our generation did? What are your thoughts on that? I think, yes. I think there was a lot of pressure of um, you have this opportunity and it's so great to have the scholarship and how are you going to make the most of it? And I am so glad I have it and I'm so thankful that I went. But I think when you're a 17-year-old in high school, you can get overwhelmed by that pressure. Um, so I know now that how I just said with Ocean, she had all these people in her corner, including myself. And I think we were all looking out for her mental health. If someone's pushing a little harder on an application, then the other ones can push a little harder on mental health and just being there to see her performances or just check in on her day to day. I mean, this class 2024 pretty much started high school in a different environment. They started in the midst of the pandemic and there were a lot of uncertainties and maybe even some delays with the school year starting. What time of the year in 2020 did you sign on to be a mentor and how was that like mentoring during the pandemic? I signed in towards the end of the school or like the very beginning of the school year. So the end of the year. Me personally, I don't think I can fully relate to someone to a high schooler that went through that period of time when you're home alone and trying to do virtual learning and your whole world is kind of at a standstill. I think they're going to have an experience that we never had because of that. And I think we can just keep supporting them through their mental health and through their success. They're the only ones that have that true experience. And I think it's going to be so interesting to hear them when they are my age and hopefully giving back to TikTok and children and seeing like, what truly helped them through. That's true. That's really good. When you got an opportunity to see your mentee Ocean graduate, what did that mean for you as a mentor to see that success story? Like they reached this goal and now they're going on to a new chapter in life. Uh, she was just so happy. So it just brought me so much joy. Um, she really is just a bundle of sunshine. And I know that she's doing wonderful at college. And so I'm just really proud of her. And what had more impact on your life? The opportunity to obtain a college education, the impact of the Take Stock scholarships, or the mentoring aspect of the program? I feel like every alumni has a different answer. Can you think <laughs> of both or three or just one? But what would be your response? Yeah, I think it's hard not to combine them. I think that they are my story and all of them together. I wouldn't be who I am right now. And I probably maybe wouldn't be giving back or maybe wouldn't be mentoring in this if I didn't have all three. Um, I'm so grateful for where I am in life and how I am able to help people. So I think without my college degree, I wouldn't be able to be teaching where I'm teaching. Without my mentor, I probably wouldn't be a mentor myself. And without the scholarship, I would not have been able to afford it. So I think it's honestly just like the perfect combination for me. <laughs> Beautifully said. So you went to Florida State and what did you major in? 
I majored in family child sciences, and then I had a minor in psych and education. From a young age, always wanted to be around children, always wanted to be a teacher, I think. And then all of a sudden, and my junior and senior year, I was like, okay, maybe I don't, maybe I want to go into this field and that field. And then once I was in college, I was like, no, I don't, I was wrong. <laughs> I would like to go back to where I was thinking I wanted to go. And so family child sciences, um, kind of encompassed all of it. So I didn't feel like I was pigeonholed into only being a teacher. The psychology background and the education background are so powerful together. In 2020, I also got a graduate certificate in infant family mental health. And then I've done parenting approaching on like circle of security and just, I think the world of young children is ever-changing and how much we learn about them. And so I just really wanted a whole picture of the family system. So I'm really glad I went that route. Wow, that's really cool. And it's inspirational for our college students as well, right? Because they think that maybe a certain position or job that they want only requires them to take this these type of classes. I mean, you can go maybe an alternate route and learn the same things or add on to it to have a more fleshed out um, educational experience. So I like that you went the psychology route too, because that's that's an important aspect of you know helping young minds develop and help them navigate their feelings as well. Mm -hmm. So now that you're a, a mother, your <laughs> first time mom, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, how's that been for you? We want to include that in your story because it's part of um, the milestones in life, right? We all have different milestones or goals that we want to achieve. And you said earlier that you always wanted to be a mom. So wanting to become a mom to being a mom, how is that now for you looking back? It's just a great time to reflect on where I've come from um, and how much my life has changed. Like you were just saying, um, I graduated college 10 years ago and I am now a mom. I have a job I love that I've been there for a while. I'm mentoring two students. I'm alumni of the year for Take Stock and Children. So I feel like like it's a great time to have gratitude and to be gracious on my life and where I've come from and the opportunities that I've had and how I can give that back. I can't wait to raise my son in this community and to have him know about Take Sock and Children and all the other wonderful organizations that are here to help. That's one of our goals, honestly, Ashlyn, is to be around for like another 10 years so that your yeah. son and any mm -hmm. other kids you may have like are able to join the program. And so we've been asking alumni and mentors alike, what do you want to do in like 20 years or where do you see yourself in 20 years? Okay, I see myself in the next 20 years at my son's graduation, <laughs> probably attending his first college if he's not already there. Um, I see us having a few more kids and some of them coming along with us. Um, and I just still see myself trying to find every opportunity I can to give back to Sarasota if we're here and if not anywhere else we are. So what would you say to your fellow Take Stock alumni who may be on the fence about mentoring or haven't done so yet, what would you say to convince them to become mentors in this upcoming school year? I would tell them to just look back and just to see how much it helped them as a young high schooler. Um, and that, yes, it's another commitment, but it's something that's so fun and so almost casual to just talk with these students that it's not really adding to your plate. You have time to 
talk with these people and just provide advice. It doesn't need to be this daunting situation. It's just really about having fun and being supportive. For sure. So if you are listening, guys, and you're part of uh, whatever class that you graduated from Take Stock and Children, we invite you to give back like Ashlyn has done so and become a mentor. It doesn't have to be in your home county. Maybe you moved in another area of Florida. You can find a Take Stock and Children program in every county in Florida. So make sure you visit takestockandchildren.org forward slash mentor to get involved and help another student like someone has helped you. All right. And before I let you go, Ashlyn, I had another question for you. <laughs> Is there something that you teach your preschoolers at 40 Carats that you can share with us? Something that we could take away in this episode? We just welcome each child each day by their name and any child that is maybe not home that day, we wish them well. So I would just encourage everyone to wish others well. And if you're missing anyone to reach out. Ashlyn Borden, thank you so much. You're so nurturing and so calm. We love it. We already know like you're a great mom to your son and a great teacher, a great mentor and a great alumni of the Take Stock and Children program. So without a doubt, you're worth uh, getting this honor and so much more. We thank you so much for your time. And if you need anything from us at the state office, we got you your Take Stock family forever. Thank you so much. And until next time, guys, we thank you so much for listening to the Mentors and Milestones podcast. Tune in next time for more inspirational stories from mentors, alumni, and partners about their Take Stock experience. And we hope that you get to also share your Take Stock story. Take care.